Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? Joel, I'm doing quite well, uh, especially now that I'm talking to you again. Yes, I know. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, okay, so we, we, we may have slightly dropped the ball here, and like, Hey, I'm hey. gonna say I'm gonna say 95 of it's my fault. Like, Look, if you know not 100, you know what, Joel? <laughs> it's maybe five percent your fault because the other 95, percent much like most internet-related troubles in the world, gets thrown straight onto NBN Co. Yeah, okay, that's that's actually a fair point. Um, so yeah, Australia that... deserves better than NBN Co. God damn it, <laughs> Australia deserves better internet. In general. It's true. Oh, God, in um, general. Yeah. So basically, like, since the last time we recorded, which was in the same room in in my uh in, in our new house that i'm in at the moment um we still don't have any proper internet um long story short was told the nbm was a- eligible to be connected uh after two inspections they found out that it was not yet and they're still working on it so that's a whole thing but through the it's magic actually- of of a 4g wi-fi <laughs> dongle uh we are recording this now um, i was gonna say it's yeah. actually probably for the best as well because i do want to ask you how are you settling into your new house where we recorded our last episode uh, really good actually. Um, it's it's nice. It's nice just to have space, a house. Yeah, space okay. and a house. We're yeah. still we're we're still like we're still unpacking. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. We're, we've been we've been pretty lazy with that, but it's um, fine. Gonna, like you guys have got a lot going on. We, we do have a lot going on at the moment. Um, I just started, uh, and I don't know if the last time I we recorded, I don't know if I'd known this yet or not, but um, I started a new job. Nice. Um, I now work in an arcade, so that's, you know, kind of the dream, isn't it? I guess, in a way. <laughs> Someone's dream, mine, I guess. Um, no, I, I, it's the same company I work for, for, for Strike Bowling, but it's uh, I work at, uh, if you're Melbourne-based in Victoria, uh, Archie Brothers Cirque Electric at the District in uh, Docklands. So swing on by, come and say hello. Don't be afraid to say, uh, hey, I'm the guy that will be wearing my uh, SNES hat. I'm pretty easy. To, I'm I'm pretty hard to miss. So, um, but yeah. So I, I'm, you know, settling into that. That's been a whole thing. Um, nice, nice. Deal, dealing with my my wife being uh, having the flu over the last week. That's not kicked great. Off. Yeah, it kicked off with us having to go to the emergency department for ten hours. But oh, uh, everything's geez. fine now. That's look. That's now. the important thing. Um, but yeah, she just sort of woke up in the. It was actually during uh, the live stream of one of the things we're actually going to talk about today. Um, she called me from the bedroom and couldn't breathe and yeah it was a bit scary there for a while um but everything's fine now she's still on the mend she's still not great she's had a few days off work and a couple more to go um but uh but yeah we're, we're planning on having a nice little getaway soon we didn't get to do much for our anniversary last week so that's that's the uh on the cards for nice. us in, in the future but um Nice. But yes, but what about you, Kyron? What have you been up to? Uh, look, man, nothing super exciting on my end. Uh, just working. Uh, of course, this isn't exclusively for me, but boy, we are just going through a crazy period right now. Less so in games and more so in just film and TV. Yes, right? very like, much so. We now, Joel, we live in, in a post-endgame world. We do, and we are not going to say a single oh, goddamn thing. Absolutely not. Um... I, I know that the Russo's... Like as of I think tomorrow they're like, hey, hey, look, our our spoiler block is up after that. So again, at, at uh, this point, if it, I, I'm not saying that we're going to spoil it, I'm just saying that they're saying, mm. hey, look, after tomorrow, 
all bets are off. So again, it's irrelevant at this point when people are listening to this, but if you haven't seen it yet, probably see yeah. it. Like <laughs> it, It's hard because again, um, Ash hasn't seen it yet and we haven't yeah, had a I chance know. to That's go and tough. see it. We were going to go yesterday, actually. We were going to go on Saturday to see it, but yeah. um, obviously everything happened and we didn't. We ended up staying home watching Studio Ghibli films instead, which, yeah. you know, arguably, so, arguably, so, still a pretty good day. Still a good day. Um, uh, we, but I yeah, do, we, we, I do plan I, on one I, day I, like, when we get a chance I, when it's I'm clear. Get, like, we're trying to get her talking talking to it as soon as we can so she doesn't get anything Christ. spoiled because I really don't but, want her to get it spoiled. Yeah, still too soon because, as far as I'm um, concerned. You know, but I guess it, all it's concerning because all, I've already started feel seeing some of the ads from Marvel themselves. very much enjoyed it and it's very, very good and a fitting end to the series thus far. So, I don't know. Is that too much? Yeah, look, it it does beg the question because I I've been very I guess, it's 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 good to be respectful of these things. Uh Marvel have have already again as I said the Russos have been talking about it, but I've started seeing videos from Marvel's Facebook page with yeah. clips where I'm like don't show that, that's too yeah. late. So I think yep. saying that is the right amount to say, Joel. Yeah, I look, it, it it's always hard because it, this is something that I mean, obviously if it's something you're you're desperate to see, you've probably seen it. Absolutely. Um, but like at the same time, like a lot of screenings early on were pretty booked out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's been nuts. I, I, I here's been pretty pretty crazy, but like I in America, like they were doing screenings from like yeah. they were opening their cinemas at like they were starting their screens at like four in the morning mm. and and going through. It's like that's insane. Yeah, well, like, I think it's already hit like two billion or something. So it, Dis- it, yeah, Disney's it, laughing. Its opening weekend was like one point six billion. It was insane. Like, it was what insane. the actual fuck is that? I honestly, um, I wanted to knock Avatar off so badly. Oh, me too. Every time a new Marvel movie comes out like yep, this, I'm, I'm always do like, it. "Come on, please." Just do this it. Do if it. it's Marvel or Star Wars, I'm always like, "Come on, come on, this is the one. It's gonna happen." Um. But yeah, I honestly believe this is going to be it. Like it's this is bonkers. And look, it it yeah, it lives up to the hype. Let's that's all we'll say. Um, I uh, also I do want to take this this moment to because uh, again, last time we spoke, like we'd only recently saw it. Uh, round of applause to Captain Marvel for passing a billion. Yes, there you go. Yes, Captain Spunked Marvel. On that absolutely solid movie. Yeah, really. Um, I'm probably going to see it one more time before it disappears until I can own it physically. <laughs> yep, I might even try uh, to do that as well. But. Uh, there's also, I mean, I think John Wick 3 comes out, like, this week or next week. It does. Um, uh, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm looking forward. That might be something we could we could do, like, a little bit of a, a like, a a segment on that maybe down the track. I think so, yeah. That's going to be a fun we're, movie. I think it's safe to say we're both going to go see oh, that. Oh, I mean, um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> its marketing campaign has been just spot on. Um, we have uh, also both had our eyes <laughs> defiled. <laughs> By the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Uh, Oh, God damn. Like, just going from, like, talking about a marketing campaign for a video game movie that just sort of, like, really got it right in terms of, like, tone, music, sort of showing off what they needed to show off to get the right people excited and general public excited as well, I guess. Um, Yeah. You know, in a a post-Pokemon Go world. Uh, Yeah, to something that is just... Just... A dumpster fire. It's a I'd... sin. Like, that thing is... That trailer, it does feel like they locked it in a vault in the 90s and have only just pulled it out. Because, I mean, Jim yep. Carrey's being Jim Carrey. It's got Gangster's Paradise in it for some reason. Oh, my God. That's that's the thing that I can't get over. Like Sonic is I... also Quicksilver, apparently. Yeah, right. Um, but, like, yeah, the, the song choices is the thing that I can't get over is the fact that they, they use this song, but... 
the Detective Pikachu trailers have used licensed music in it, but they've used it so well. Like using "I Need a Hero" by Bonnie Tyler is just oh my just god, it's so good, perfect. Like that gets me hyped every time I see that trailer. And I've seen it a few times at the cinemas now, and I get, I get like excited tingles like when I hear that trailer. And even just using the actual like the music from the games, but like these really like epic orchestral versions of them, like yeah. Or from the games and the TV show, sorry, like, as well, because they use the, the trailers. Theme song. The trailer starts with like that little jingle, and you're like, Ooh. oh, oh, this, oh, it's, oh, ooh, you got me. All right, I'm listening. Yep. Sega, yeah, this Sonic trailer just a sin. And they're like, don't worry, we hear your complaints, we're going to fix it before release. First of all, I'm so sorry to all those animators that are, gonna, that are going right. to be working crazy overtime to, f- I don't know, just basically revamp this CG character before the movie drops in November. And also, yep. my second point being, that's not what I want. I want it to not exist. <laughs> yep, yeah. I mean, look, it's not... I don't think it's it's any secret from, like, you know, if you've listened to this sh- uh, us on this show before, or for me on this show before. Yeah, I'm not say, the biggest Sonic fan. I know, I, yeah, I do want I to like Sonic. Them, so. Like, I like him enough. Like, obviously, mm. I'm not a fan of his 3D games. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this is... No, please. <laughs> my, 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 my relationship with the Sonic franchise is that I'm glad that they exist because I get to watch the Game Grumps play them. That's, yeah, that's what I like about it. It's true. It's true. Um, that's fair. Just finished watching their, um, yeah, Sonic... Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Oh, God. I haven't watched well, any of that yet. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm ready for it yet. It's I... actually really funny. There is, uh, just word of warning, there is a lot of Sonic fan fiction that Danny reads in it. Um, Amazing. You know what? I'm actually yeah. going to check that out now. Yes. Uh, like, like, a lot. Can I can uh, I make a request of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yes. Post-credit tease, right? Mm. Big for Cat. Oh. Voice, voice by Aaron Hansen. Oh my god! Okay, I'm in. Let's go. Yep, I'm in. Okay, you, you brought me back. <laughs> I, you I was back. out for a moment there, but you brought me back. No, I'm in. Let's oh do it. man! And the worst part is, I just—I I don't want to dwell on this too much because I know, we've got—we've got lots of really fun things to talk about this week. But uh, like Ben Schwartz, who's voicing Sonic, deserves so much better. He is so amazing. John, uh, if you don't know who Ben Schwartz is, he's uh, John Raffio from um, Parks and Recreation. Uh, an amazing character. He's like, one of the the kids in the new Ducktales as well, isn't he? He is, yes, with Danny Pudi and uh, Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, which that's really. Have you watched much of that yet? Uh, I think I've watched the first episode on Stan and very much enjoyed it. I just haven't had a chance to get back to the rest of it. It's really good, and like yeah. David Tennant, the Scrooge McDuck. Oh, mm. it's just mwah. it's genius. It's genius. Perfect. Is what it is. The casting in that is really, really good. Kate McCucci as well. Oh, so good. Um. Yeah, no, Sonic. I, I think we, we've we've made an agreement maybe to to some of us to go and get really really drunk before oh we boy. see it. Um, I it's think gonna it's gonna be, be the only way we see it. <laughs> the amount of alcohol to get through that will be unhealthy, and I'm I think, I, I'm scared a little. Maybe it's something we need to like. I know this sounds weird, but like lash out for gold class so we can continue to drink. Maybe actually throughout and, and the movie. <laughs> surely no one else will be doing it for Sonic, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, that's the question. Is it going to get? Oh man, Sonic! We'd be the only ones in there. To, and that, oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> we'll record live impressions from oh from God. the movie theater because there'll should, be no one else there. Maybe we should just do a talk over commentary track when it comes out. Oh my God! You know what? I'm actually kind of into doing something like that. That'd be fun. <laughs> we do like a commentary track for something like, I mean, God forbid, that would involve us watching it, but. 
Pixels. I don't. Um, I will never watch Pixels. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot do uh, that to myself. Now I know it's on Netflix. There's, the curiosity is getting the better of me. I just want to watch it just so I can. Don't but do I'm, it. I'm worried I'll go blind from my eyes rolling so far back in my head. But <laughs> I just remember, um, remember the trailers being offensive enough on their own that yeah. I just never wanted to give it the time of day. Yeah, just it, it was as soon as I saw Kevin James's dumb face, I was like, I'm like, that's enough. That, <laughs> that's out. offensive enough for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm checked out. I'm not, I'm done. <laughs> if like if that wasn't a thing, like, and I I was working at the cinemas when that was on, and I saw enough of that movie that to know that. Kevin James is the president of the United States, and I was like, "Wow, this there's like well, suspension of there's suspension of disbelief, and there's there's all right, come on, seriously." I mean, when you look at the current U.S. president, <laughs> good point, very good point. Anyway, not, not, a, po- point. not a politics podcast. <laughs> no, it is not. No, let's not go down that path. But I think we've got some fun stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we are going to go going to go a little bit old school on it this week. We're going to have no bumpers, no no segments. Um, we, we've just sort of cherry picked some, because there's been a lot of stuff that has happened, a lot of games that have come out, um, a lot of news that has happened in the industry since we last recorded. Um, it's been insane. I, when it was just like, oh yeah, we'll take some time. We'll like, while you get settled, while we wait for the incent to get laid. I was like, that's cool. I'm, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. And then like week after week, I was just like, you know what industry you can get stuffed. Yeah, and I bet you now we're we're gonna try and get back to a regular co- recording schedule. It'll be like tumbleweeds until E three. Like that's oh boy. Um, but yeah, we got some fun stuff to talk about. We've cherry picked, I think, some of the things that uh, the two of us, in some way, shape, or form, have uh, an affinity to. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, yeah, I would absolutely agree. Uh... It was tough because there was so mu- there was a lot of good stuff that happened, but I yeah, feel like really was. The, the stuff that we picked out is still fresh and very much relevant to our interests. So we went with it. Yeah, and, and it'll become all the more apparent once we once we get into those. Um, um, we we didn't worry about a drought because in literally like a month and a week is E three, so it's fine. <laughs> oh God, Karen. Oh. <laughs> Do, do you know oh, what else? It's, it's coming. Do you know what? Do you know what else is in like a month and a week though, Kyron? Oh. <laughs> I got, I got baby coming. Um, it's, which it's is coming. I, I, I guess like you know silver linings. Maybe like I'll just I'll I'll volunteer to do the night shifts with the baby, so because I'm gonna be up watching stuff anyway. <laughs> just have it on the background while I'm you know tending to baby. Um, but I think we should. Uh, we, we have. We have, uh, I, I guess, bantered long enough. I think it's yeah. time we get into the details. Um, and let's kick things off uh, by with a cheer-sploding, joy-puking, bazillion guns explosion of, of news. Um, and that is, of course, Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 exists. It's real. It's happening. It's coming it out it is. this year. It is. September 13. Yeah, that's... Um, that's Crazy, but awesome, and I believe that I honestly do. Um, I, I feel like if it's going to get delayed, it'll be like a, a six month delay at most. Um, I'm nah, hoping. Nah, like I, I keep saying it. Like Borderlands Two came out in September of the year that it was it was dropped. Yeah, and again, Gearbox have been working on this for a while, and yes. especially after that that gameplay reveal, it's looking. I yep. granted the end like. The engine doesn't seem to have been updated, but it runs better, which is something that I can say, 
as much as I loved the time I put into Borderlands 2 and pre-sequel. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, On PS3, they were rough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it does. Yeah, like you're right. It does run better from what we've seen, and I, I think, I think though, just by sharpening up those textures, that's enough to make that its visual yeah. style makes oh. it pop a lot more anyway. And even just sort of like smoothing the like the thick line art on like because I saw on some of like the uh, the loot chests in the game, like the Mali one ones that are like circ like ovalish. Yes, they just look nice. It looked nice to have the line sort of smoothed out as opposed to being like. You can see some of the harsh edges because, yeah, it's just, it's good. It's looking, obviously the, of, the engines itself might be dated, but I think it is looking good on current gen hardware. I agree. Um, and, and like lots of neon as well, that which always looks good. Yeah, and lots I think, of color. It, yeah, exactly. I think it balances that, that, uh, that self-shading style, having like neon, it kind of, they go hand in hand really oh, yeah, well together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I guess like, you know, the advancements in like things like lighting and stuff like that in games, even in the the years between Borderlands Two and now, oh pre sequel, sorry, and now, it's um, it's to it, be it, fair. Before this, they did work on Battleborn. I, yeah, I know, <laughs> I, but I'm just I, talking I, about in. Yep, yeah. I will okay. use that to lead into my main point, which is that I will say that I was I wasn't necessarily like heavily doubtful when Borderlands 3 was basically like, hey, we're going to reveal it. But I was I was a bit... I was nervous. I don't know. Gearbox's track record, really, since Borderlands 2, since pre-sequel wasn't actually by them... True. ...has been shaky. Uh, but honestly, I'm happy to say that after seeing the trailers, watching a lot of this gameplay reveal, I'm firmly back in the camp of, I'm looking forward to this game. Just yep. please someone gag Randy Pitchford. Oh, God. Look, okay. Let's... I'm like, let's hit this net hammer on uh, on the head like this net hammer this nail on the head right now because I I don't want to talk about that too much. That's fair because what? I think it's only going to make us both really upset and and angry just because it's it, and it's also going to tarnish what is a good thing. Like the game looks so fucking good and I'm so excited for it. I'm I'm a big fan of the Borderlands series. I I love I've played. One, two, pre-sequel, and Tales on the Borderlands. I love them all. Very, Did very Did you see dearly. that um, Borderlands 1 Goatee Edition was going for like $23 on PS4 this weekend? Oh, I didn't. Oh, it's tempting. I'm actually thinking about like when I get the MVN connected. Because um, <laughs> the the UHD uh, texture packs are actually free upgrades if you already own them I'm on Steam, um, I believe. Um, so I'm thinking about actually maybe going through and playing through Borderlands 2 again. Uh, and maybe, maybe trialing out, depending on the stability of the internet when I get it, maybe trialing out a stream in it. Um, I would say not with the Ultra HD stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to play around with it. We'll see. We'll see how we go. All right. All right. I was just, just, just tinkering. It's all new. It's all new territory for me. So I just want to, I'm, I'm, I'm still at that stage where I'm like throwing stuff at my PC to see what like breaks it a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, Obviously, Randy Pitchford has, like, you know, run his mouth off about a whole bunch of different things about whether or not he said about there was going to be microtransactions or not, uh, which he said that there was not going to be. Um, yeah, so it, it is a weird mess. So he did say on stage that I, th- I haven't got his quote pulled up, but he did mention, like, no microtransactions, no nickel and diming. He really, then... I, I, I literally just watched it before. He says uh, it's not going to be free to any of that free to play microtransaction stuff. And it's like, okay, righto. Um, but <laughs> there's a caveat to that, I guess. 
Yeah, um, in, a, in a, like a separate interview with like one of the PR people or something, uh, they mentioned, yeah, cosmetics will be something they'll sell. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, okay, that's a microtransaction. And it, it, again, we won't go into it too much, but the gist of it is Game Informer put up a headline saying that, basically clarifying that whilst it will not include loot boxes, it will in fact have microtransactions for cosmetics and just Randy Pitchford was not having it. Joel, yep. he wasn't having it. Yeah, he, yeah. Yep. Anyway, someone needs to, yeah, someone, someone needs to take his mobile phone off him and, and like, stop this him from why, accessing Twitter. This is why Gearbox has PR. The, mm-hmm. Not, not like, Randy, stop. You heard it. You're doing, making your PR firm's job way harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on top of all the other stuff from the uh, uh, initial reveal event for oh, Borderlands boy. 3 as well. Which we didn't, we didn't even get to talk about No, that, we didn't. didn't. We? That's what I mean. We haven't talked about anything Borderlands 3 really on the show because it boy. all happened in that game. Boy, that was... When he, when he was like... Again, I don't know how serious he was being about it, but I feel like there was a bit of it when he was like slagging off the pack stuff. I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah." Maybe that was that was that was where I was like, "Oh god." Maybe like, you don't use media player. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was a whole thing. Um, yeah, and uh, and I, like I, to to an extent in that situation, I get it. He was frustrated because like they they obviously wanted this to be a big thing and and to be they've worked on this for five years now. And they wanted this reveal to be like, you know, to go well. But I mean, shit happens. Like if you were a bit more nicer about it, I think everyone would have just been on your side, like more so than you just trying to pass the buck onto someone else. It didn't help just how just generally awkward that entire presentation was. Like that magic trick, Mm. but when you like, when you look back at it, you can see like all the cards assigned. You're like, oh boy, that's awkward. (laughs) It's just, and the fact that the, the girl from the audience was... Darshel like, from it was Darshel. I like Darshel from uh, from Filthy Casual. Yeah, um, thank you for the very good gift, though. By the way, it's just one of my favorite oh, react yeah. gifts now. <laughs> that is very good, actually. Um, but yeah, so uh, it sucks. anyway, it sucks. But the point is, Borderlands Three. We've seen it in action now because they had a uh, on May first. Uh, they had a gameplay reveal uh, live stream event. Which I think the way it worked is the day before they did it for press, it press. only. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then they basically did the whole thing again the next day, but for uh, like influencers and streamers, basically, that they flew out from around the world. Because um, there was quite a few Australians that went out. Uh, yes. Because they very thanks to our, our uh, the, uh, uh, the, the originator of the Australian pod, Gaming Podcast Network. Yeah, this is the AGP, uh, AGPN alumni. Good old, good old Pez, uh, who now works for 2K Australia, which, um, yeah, it was, it's cool. It's been, it was cool to see, uh, just to open Twitter and watch his feed over the last week. It's been great. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I tell you what, I want one of those Borderlands 3 jackets so badly. I, I desperately want one of those jackets. Like every time I'd see them, I saw them at the event. And I was like, "Oh god!" So you know, if someone can, if someone can hook me up, I will, <laughs> I will, I will, will glad. I will pay. I will pay. Joel will grease your palms a bit. You'll I will. I gladly will. It's like a dope bomber jacket, and it's got like the Mayhem is Coming mask on the. Back. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, can I just say as well, actually, the Borderlands Three date when done in the American date format. Very aesthetically pleasing, being nine. What is it? Yeah, nine one three one nine. Ooh, nice! It's like when Skyrim had that eleven 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 date. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I like looking at that date. See, Bethesda, Bethesda love a good like 
like a, a date aesthetic as well. Yeah, it's, um, n- it's a nice thing to have. And yeah, Borderlands 3 has that. Yep. Not in our format where it's just no. like, uh, one, yeah, one, three, nine, one, nine. That doesn't work. It rolls off the tongue nicely, though. It does. Not yeah. as good as, as 91319. I just... <laughs> anyway, the game anyway. looks good. It looks amazing. Um, so, well, I guess what makes it look amazing? Uh, I, I mean, it's it's from what we can tell, it's just like next level Borderlands. Um, it's, it's, it's Borderlands, but bigger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They and seem I- to be talking up... Obviously, we again after you, after you finished two and pre sequel, it was pretty obvious that you would be going to other planets in in a future Borderlands game, and they seem to be following up on that, which is exciting. Yeah, so they showed off um uh, the, the the gameplay. It was like an hour of gameplay, give or take, like you know, in between segments and stuff. Yeah, but there was some, would... some like early game, and then they jumped ahead to like a level twenty ish character, I think. Yeah, and they showed off actually quite a lot. I'd probably say safely like. Close to like 40, 45 minutes of it gameplay. Was, it was a lot. Like it was um, a, it was meaty. Yeah, it was. It was a really good deep dive in it and um, showed off uh, two of the characters, two of the new Vault Hunters, uh, Amara and Zane. Uh, Amara is the siren of this game. Um, and, and Zane she, is the single player character. <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed that because I, I, again, I, was, I, I just finished watching the, um, the stream again just before. Um, and Randy brings up by saying, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a very rare informative moment from Randy, um, of him saying uh, that it's kind of like a mix between like a hunter, a soldier, and an assassin character all in one. Because um, the way he works is, because um, we'll get to the skill tree stuff in a minute, but he can equip two skills at once, basically. Um, yeah. And those skills are at like, um, like a, a decoy that you can teleport to, which that. Like Jack from the pre-sequel. Yes. Um, but the, <laughs> you can I, I teleport guess, to it, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess there's one thing that I, I want to bring up as well about it is that the game, like, in terms of, like, movement and combat, it looks like the best it's ever been. It looks like... It, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's like toe-to-toe with, like, shooters that are out at the moment. Like, it's it has, like, you know, it's got a slide now. You can, like, run and slide and just... Being able to like mantle as well, like that's a good addition. Um, these are all things that are like you know since the last Borderlands game have become sort of commonplace, but it, it's good to see that they are in this now. Honestly, um, the best thing I saw combat-wise in that entire video, and it's because I know that in Borderlands Two you'd be like, I wish I could do this, mm-hmm. punching barrels into enemies and then shooting the barrel. Like that's just a, it's such a small thing. Yep, but like I just remember contact with a barrel in Borderlands Two, or it's just like it's damage for you. You're like, well, that sucks. Absolutely. That's um, but now you can like you can basically like smack them around, direct them at bosses, and try to set stuff up. It looks really fun. And like they also showed off in the gameplay as well, um, like comboing up with status effects and stuff. Like there's there were those in that outdoor area in the first uh, on Pandora where they there was like those pipes above. You could shoot them and they they drop oil onto the ground or on the enemies if they were underneath it. And then, like, you could, like, punch uh, an explosive barrel into it and it would deal, like, more damage because it would, like, ignite the the oil. So all that kind of stuff. looking good. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm so excited for this game. Um, But, yeah, so obviously we saw a bit of Pandora. Uh, They went through, showed off, you know, your your standard fare, I guess. Bit of claptrap setting things up. Um, Oh, uh, hey, I'm I am a claptrap fan. I'm 
I would say you, you are a you are a claptrap apologist. <laughs> I am a claptrap apologist, and I will. I that is a hill I will die on. Um, <laughs> gladly die on that one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the the setup for like that that part of the story that we're looking at. Um, we got introduced to the new uh, the two new villains, uh, the Calypso twins, um, which as the gameplay went on, they sort of revealed them as like uh, like douchey live streamers. <laughs> of of the of the post apocalypse, which it I'm does like, right. it does seem like low hanging fruit for for that game's. But maybe, I'm, I mean, I'm open to it. I mean, it's, look, it's it's tough when you're following up Handsome Jack, honestly. That's true, and also, let's face it, massive Borderlands fan here, but like low hanging fruit is kind of Borderlands' deal. Yeah, like, no, no, you are right. That is true. It, it wears that low hanging fruit firmly on its sleeve. I guess so to speak. Like hanging quite lowly. (laughs) Yeah, mixing metaphors like in an appropriate fashion there. Um, Yeah, the the most mixed of metaphors. Absolutely, Uh, but but yeah, I I think it's uh, I'm I'm super super excited to see how that plays out. They I love their character design, how they look, um, and I'm excited to see what they have in store. Um, Basically, uh, I can't remember her name. Blanking on the two on the two villains now. Oh, I I don't know their uh, names honestly. Uh, but yeah, the 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 girl of the Calypso twins. Uh, Joel, you had your better. you had your chance to Google it. It's gone now. I did. I'm, I've got the article. I've got an article here that's got all this information. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I I that is apparently not in there. They just keep referring to them as the Calypso twins. Um, but the the girl she uh, apparently has the uh, ability to draw power out of any living thing and like use it to her will. So um I guess spoilers for previous Borderlands games. Um she wants to try and uh, open uh open the vaults and harness the power of like the vault monsters basically that are in there, but the the gatekeepers I guess. Uh and sort of use them for her wicked ways. Uh, that's a cool idea. I like that. That seems like a really interesting setup for, you know, and again, like you said, following Handsome Jack's always going to be really hard, but I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good step forward. Yeah. Look, it's never going to be an easy task following up Handsome Jack, but as you said, the, the, the idea sounds interesting. And just FYI, Joel, the Calypso twins are Troy and Tyreen. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, oh, I, it was on the tip of my. It wasn't. It, I, they they were completely lost <laughs> no, to me. Nowhere near. No, completely it's, lost it's to so me. So far away. Uh, uh, now, we, you've said, now you've said that. I'm like, oh yes, yeah. No, that I. It, it's come back to me now. But um, yeah, that escaped me completely. We also got some glimpses of past characters. Most importantly, my bro Zero from Zero. Borderlands Two. Yeah, we got to see the uh, the previous two sirens as well in uh, yes. Myra and Lilith, because. Um, Again, the setup at the start of the the gameplay stuff they showed was um, uh, Claptrap talking about he he and Lilith are trying to set up um, like the Crimson Raiders again uh, because the Calypso twins have started this thing called Children of the Vault, which is essentially a cult uh, that worships, uh, I guess, all things Vault. Um, which I think going down the cult route is a pretty good a pretty good uh, direction for Borderlands. Um, it seems pretty logical. It should be interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited, especially considering we've had a few cult esque games in the last like couple of years. Um, you know, in things like Far Cry Four, uh, Far Cry Five, and and New Dawn, and 
and uh, Rage 2, I guess, coming out very soon. Um, <clears throat> it is all of a rage at the moment. Oh, no. <laughs> Unintentional. Zinger. Yeah, now, no, own it. Wear it. That's, that's a fair joke. Um, yeah, so uh, what else are we missing here? Um, like, the skill trees, I guess? Yeah, I guess for skill trees. The big thing for me is... Again, with the the soldier guy, again, whose name I've forgotten already, Zane. Zane, he feels like basically he's, his skill trees basically will like they play out to different Borderlands characters, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, and that's kind of like building on what they sort of did originally. Anyway, um, the two that they haven't showed off yet are, I think, the two that are going to be the biggest departure from the first lot of Vault Hunt, the first couple of lots of Vault Hunters we played as. Yeah, what I need to know is: Are those mechs just vehicles, or are they skill? Are they a character skill? Because I need to know. You yeah, tell me, Gearbox. Well, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, because I, like mechs as a skill uh, aren't entirely new. Because uh, no, Gage's was like a was summon, it, it was wasn't it? A, yeah, it was. She was essentially a. She was a necromancer because she was a necromancer. That's right. She it was, was basically <sighs> like a, a little pet. Yeah, kind of works similar to like uh, Bob and Ash in Overwatch as well. Yeah, similar it, sort of situation. I, the main thing I remember about that is just that the, the, her mech was just determined to be in front of every menu in that game. <laughs> so I'm trying to look at my gear here. It's like, nah, I'm in front of it. <laughs> Like, who being did, loyal. Who does the layering here? Yeah, look. <laughs> uh, well, I, and, like, honestly, like, in terms of, like, UI and, and stuff like that that I've seen from this gameplay footage and some of the other footage that people have captured, um, because after that live stream happened, they had, like, 200 PCs set up in this thing and all the live streamers would then go there and live stream to their own Twitch channels and whatnot. Um, and they had free reign for 90 minutes to be able to play around, uh, they were on the uh, one of the the, the, the later segment, um, uh, Prometheus, a uh, Prometheon, Prometheon, something I like that. Re- I do not recall. Um, it was basically a new planet that they went to, um, and it's if you've seen some of the trailers, it's like the Neon City situation, uh, the home of uh, Maliwan, I think. The the Gun Corporation there. It's either Maliwan or um, or Atlas as well. I think it's Maliwan because it mentions in this IGN article that Maliwan is under siege by Atlas. Yes. Um, because that's also who is it? Uh, Reese from Tales from the Borderlands is in charge of. Now Atlas. voiced by yeah. Ray Chase. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's another whole thing that happened as well. But um, which, yeah, look. Uh, look- I like Ray Chase, honestly, but like that's fine. That's fine, and and honestly, I don't think Troy Baker is not the type of person that's gonna like be like "fuck you, this is bullshit." Like he's like, look, that's the way it is. I mean, Troy to Baker be honest, Troy Baker things. will go on to bigger and better roles, probably. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, they've just not to, be, not on... to be too mean to this, but like Reese is probably gonna be probably not a minor character, but. I think I it's know. gonna be for that, that segment of the game, and then that'll be it, pretty much. I think. Yeah, like. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, like you know, that's another returning character. The fact that they've got the tales from the Borderlands characters are um, in this two so far, isn't it? It's like Reese and his buddy, isn't it? Yeah, um, I don't remember his name. 
Yeah, I can't remember his name. I just need to know if Fiona's in it, honestly. Vaughn. I, I need Vaughan. to know if Fiona's there. Reese and Vaughn. I thought I saw Fiona in one of the trailers. Was it was I, like the back shot? Because I'm pretty sure that was Moxie. No, that, I feel like there was a... I don't know. I, I could be getting I, confused completely. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone mention her yet, so I don't think she's appeared yet. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Regardless, I feel like... I feel like if they're going to put someone like Reese in there, I feel like they're going to... Draw on all those sort of things. Um, so uh, with the skill trees as well, that's really interesting. The fact that like you, they're equipable now. You can like switch between them at, at will, basically. Um, you have to go to the menu and equip them. And they each have their own like loadouts, uh, which is interesting because of a statement, again, that Randy said about um, if you're playing with friends and just say like you and I are playing and um, we both want to play as Amara we can play two completely different Amaras, basically, that will sort of complement each other as well. So, like, the the team comp, I guess, of, of your of your Vault Hunters is pretty uh, customizable, which is cool. I, mean, I really like that. Honestly, the big thing for me here is that... Because, like, you, could you... You never could duplicate duplicate characters in past games, could you? I'm pretty could sure you, you could. Could you double up on them? I feel like you could. I heard someone saying the other day that you couldn't, and I was like, am I crazy? I thought we could. Because I'm fairly certain that you and I both played Zero for a period. I thought I know, you played I, someone I played else. Zero, because you played Zero solo, didn't I you? I played Zero solo, I did. I feel like... Hmm, you... I wondered about that. Now I don't know. So again, that could be a that could be a first as well. I'm not sure. Oh, my... It's been so long. Because I, I went... I went through Borderlands 2 again recently. I say recently. It was like a year or so now mm-hmm. in the Handsome Jack collection, but I don't remember it. I don't think we tried to duplicate characters. Right. So I, I uh, honestly don't know if it was a feature or not, but it is now. So that's well, the main thing. I am actually thinking about, like, because I've lost my copy of the Handsome Jack collection, but I'm going to pick it up again because it's... I'm Joel, probably... I'm furious because, like, a couple of weeks ago, it was $13. Oh, mm, I might keep back an up eye to, Back up to 99 and... It'll go cheap again. It'll go cheap. It will. Like, I, I, it, I might better find a physical copy of it somewhere as well for it cheap. It is honestly frequently down to like $15, $20. So. It's a pretty good collection. Cause That's the, an amazing deal. Yeah, yeah. Borderlands 2 and all DLC and pre-sequel and all its DLC, which Borderlands 2 has one of the best, again, I've said this many times before, probably the best piece of DLC content I've ever played for any game, which is the um, uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Because it's, it's Dungeons & Dragons themed, it wraps up the story of Borderlands 2 as a whole and gives closure to certain characters about certain things that happen and does it in a really, really cool way. Uh, and it's, it, it's, got, it's got character development in it for a Borderlands game. I really like it. Um, and yeah, it has a whole bunch of new mechanics and stuff, and giant dragon and all that sort of stuff. It's really, really, really worth your time. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see... Where we're we gonna go with this with Borderlands Borderlands Three? Um, I mean, new vehicles as well. Most importantly, Joel, mm-hmm. we get General Grievous's weird wheel vehicle. Yes, we do. And <laughs> holy shit! It, holy shit! It, I, I one great memes and two, uh, I I love that vehicle. It's cool. I love it. anytime there's like a like single uni wheel thing that you sit in the middle of. Um, although it does also remind me of the, um, what was it called? Was it called It or Thing, uh, from South Park? You know, the... Whoa, you're really 
Yeah, do you know Pushing what I'm talking about though, now. right? The thing that like it was like this new like transportation that you go around, but to ride it you had to like like insert it in your mouth and butt to it's, control it and yeah. It's it like vague it's vaguely there. I honestly may have tried to block it out. It had like <laughs> it had like a really vague name, but anytime I see those circular vehicles, I'm always like, That looks really cool, but then my mind always like Thanks slightly slings to that and I'm like, Oh, um, the South Park has tainted many things. <laughs> it really has. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, it looks, uh, it looks cool, and it looks like it handles in a fun way. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if we're gonna have like, I know it's not gonna be like full like No Man's Sky esque style transportation um, vehicles, but like, are we gonna get any like flying vehicles? Maybe like, I mean, maybe. That would be something cool that they could be keeping up their sleeves for a part of the game. I, if, I, if the zones are as big as they sound like they are, that would be cool. Yeah, even if there was this white one air, like one planet that you go to, that's that's the general gist of what you do in the. It's like a pretty open space, and you can dogfight and whatnot in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited cool. to see to see Gearbox go wild with all of this stuff. Because mm-hmm. that was the thing they always said. They were like, "We want, like, we obviously want to do the right thing with Borderlands Three. We want to, we want to." Or with the next Borderlands, they didn't distinctly call it Borderlands Three when they were talking about it. But they're like, we want to, you know, make sure we can go bigger than what we've already done, which was kind of a hard feat to do because they go pretty hard on these things. Um, yeah, I mean, at least, I, yeah, I I do not at all begrudge them for taking so long with it. Yeah, and. Apart from when I first put a Battleborn, and I was like, "Really, this instead of Borderlands Three? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, like, yeah. are you really sure?" But uh, having again, having seen it again, just a healthy amount of the game in motion, like a lot of my concerns yeah. are sort of already gone. Like they've just been washed away. I tell you what, though, I'm I'm excited to sort of jump into it and maybe do like I'll probably have a separate character because I'm I'm probably going to solo most of this again because that's. I, I enjoy, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's only fun if you play with friends. And I get that, I get that argument. But for some reason, I just, I love, I love these, this series of games. Well, and I, I mean, love playing them solo, so. They're making it much more solo with bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense that not only can you revive NPCs that are fighting alongside you, the NPCs can actually get you up as well. That's really cool. Which Having they didn't said show that, the, like, yeah. I'll be furious at the NPCs if they don't get me up because I, it's going to happen. I guarantee it. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they're going to clip on something and they're not going to be able to get yeah. to you. And it's like, ah, ah damn it! Um, but I guess the other over there, yeah, like yeah, Olympia firing blindly behind you with your pistol, trying to get Give her, me like, a, a second wind, a second wind. Yeah, Give it to um, me. and the other thing too, in terms of like playing with friends, is like the like, uh, what do they call it? L- the loot instancy. Um, and so like, that, yeah, so there's two settings now. Yeah, so if you want to play like classic Borderlands, where you kill an enemy and it drops weapons, and everyone has to fight for them, basically, <laughs> and then you have like loot ninjas that or come in you, and will steal them. If you them. play off one of our friends, picks up everything, and you just sort of sifts through it and goes, "You can have this and this and this." And you're like, "Thanks." I love how you very so very generous. cleverly didn't how you very cleverly didn't name and shame there too. That person exactly knows who, who they are. <laughs> I know. They know who they are. <laughs> um yeah, no, that was yeah. I yeah. Um But yeah, so or there's this new 
new mode, which I think it sounds like they're sort of saying it's going to be like the default setting, but you can switch to classic mode if you want to. Well, because this, I think this also affects how the leveling stuff works as well. It does, because uh, basically it means that, say, like, we're playing together and, um, uh, like, you're, like, level 25 and I'm only level 15 because I haven't been able to play as much, and I jump into your game. Uh, you jump into my game, sorry. Everything gets scaled for you and for me, so I'm still sort of fuzzy-ish on the details. It basically just sort of... The game plays as though you're the same level. Yeah, but without without sacrificing someone's... Like, the higher person's level, in a way. Exactly, because the... And because the alternative to that, like the old school, when you choose the old loot style, I think that's how you also get this. Yes. It's basically like, you jump... Like, say you're 30... And I'm 15, and I jump into mm-hmm. your game. I get so much experience, but I die very easily. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so like that—that's there too. And I think you can. It sounded like they said that you can switch at will as well. So like, if you do want to like power level someone, um, you can do that, which is cool. I like this whole like they're, they're, this game feels like it has a lot of options. To open I've definitely to. Uh, I've power leveled some characters in my days in my time. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. I remember like you know back in the days playing Borderlands One with you uh, <laughs> in, in split screen co op, and like you having to run from across the map to try and revive me in my like scrub oh, level God. one character. Um, that was a fun time. Um, but yeah, but also like in in that uh, like this loot instancing mode, it you everyone gets their own drops. So they get, I don't know if it's like the same drops, but they're just leveled appropriately or whether it's like specific drops, like of random loot that you get. I mean, because um, the weapons are, are dropped to your levels. So I assume it rolls all the, because like you played Borderlands, you know how crazy some of those yeah. bonuses get on the high like, level guns. <laughs> yes, true. Um, But yeah, I think that's really cool. Like the fact that you can, yeah, no, it I, I'm, it's, it's and it's these little like quality of life improvements that they're releasing um, that are, are really, really cool to see. Like, honestly, at this point, the only thing that could let Borderlands throw down, and to me, honestly, not even that big of a deal as long as the game's fun, it, it is the writing, really. The writing is an area where it could fail, but who cares because shooting things is fun in Borderlands. I actually don't know who is writing this one because I don't think Anthony Birch will be coming back to do it. I'm no. not sure. Like, I know he contributed to that trailer they had, but... Was it him? No, it was Me. um, it was, it was someone. Else. It was another person who did, who was well known for like the of the older Borderlands two trailers. Right. Okay. And he, they, I, ca- they came back for the for the first one they did. Yeah, because because Anthony Birch, um, and you know his sister Ashley Birch, who is the voice of Tw- Tiny Tina, um, and which we haven't seen her yet. So I'm wondering. Did- we did see Tiny Tina, didn't we? No, no, we've seen her, but I'm wondering. We haven't oh, heard her yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering if Ashley's coming back. It'll for be it. Ashley Birch. <laughs> I'm hopefully. I really. That's one that I'm like, 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 um, Reese. I'm like, okay, that's you know whatever. You, but you can't replace Tiny Tina. Nah, that's Ashley Birch. Like that's it's it's Hey Ash, what you playing? That's, especially, that's her character especially, from that. Especially after the DLC, like. Yes, I would oh be. God. I would be very disappointed if it wasn't Ashley Birch. Mm, yeah, no, I'm. I, I'm glad that this is in, in, in an age that the the right the um voice actors strike isn't happening and going to affect it too much. So, um, because you would assume that was in production before all that went down. So, oh yeah, surely, like it's been years. five years, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't know if Anthony Birch is going to probably come back to write. He's doing a whole bunch of other stuff now, but um, 
Uh, yeah, I I actually don't know who is writing this set. I don't think they've they've mentioned. I don't think they've said yet either. Yeah. So we'll probably find um, out because they're, they're basically they said they're going to be essentially every event under the sun. So yeah, oh, they're, they're crashing. They're crashing Guardian Con as well. They're crashing. I found, the, that, I, I found that funny. That's pretty cool. I'm like, all right, yeah. Like you know, they're, they're, the Destiny's grandfather is going to pop in and say hello, um, pave the way for for Destiny. Um, but yeah, obviously. Well, I could go on talking about Borderlands and how excited I am for it, but well, especially because they showed so much of it. Well, that's it. Like there was a lot to show and a lot to see, and a lot of good stuff in there. Yes, um, and I, I think there is a lot. Of, there is a lot of like negative negativity out about it, but I think that was always going to be the case because you know. Here's like, the thing, as you said earlier, like this Borderlands Three unapologetically is more Borderlands and. That's it. It it honestly does seem like if you didn't like it before, you're probably not going to like it now. But yep. if you loved it, then Gearbox is giving you a little gift in September. Yeah, and that's really I think how it's going to go. They're giving you a little gift, at, but they've also like taken the time to sort of put those quality of life improvements in there to sort of make it, you know, relevant in yeah. this day and age. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know if they'll be enough to win people over who don't like Borderlands, but oh for sure, no, no. Borderlands was always a divisive game anyway. Like as a franchise, I think Tales from the Borderlands was the only one that a lot of like generally a lot of people like uh, really as a whole. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I it still is think really it's good. my favorite Telltale game. Yeah, I mm, yeah Telltale game. Yes, it is definitely my favorite Telltale game. It's my favorite um, Borderlands story as well. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. it's way better. Than Actually, you. yeah, the character <laughs> repercussions that they they they. They implemented gave him, that. They gave him power, as as Randy yeah. himself said. Like, there's a character not coming back for this game because they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, God, that. I, yeah, that, that actually. I think I teared up at that, at that moment in Tales from the Borderlands. I, I I saw see you space cowboy. I'm like, see you space cowboy. Oh boy, you know, if, yeah. if you don't pick that, don't talk to me. That's a hundred percent. Like that, the 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 obvious answer there. God damn. What a way to go to. Um, but yeah, I've, you'll, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you'll hear me talk about, or talk, I hear us I talking mean, about this a lot more. We'll see even more of it at E3 yes. in just over a month. <laughs> oh God, I'm excited. Borderlands 3 is real. Believe the hype. It's going to happen. Um, speaking hey, of Joel. things, yeah, all right, take it away, Karen, please. You know, you know what else is real? Justice, oh, justice! Like the last couple of weeks gone, uh, Atlas threw their big Persona concert. Yes, Super P Bomb Live, I think, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, and so across so across a two day window around that concert, they had promised to first of all properly reveal Persona Five Royal. Yes, and to tell us what the hell. A thing called uh, P5S was. Yes. So, we now Which, know what they mm, both are. We do, yes. We'll start with the one that I think is actually important. <laughs> um. Well, it, also, too, before we go into that, I don't think we've spoke, we haven't recorded since this happened either, but Joke is in Smash now. He is, and he's amazing. He's amazing. Like, that's all we need to say. He's, yeah, he's, he's the best. Good. New main, and, easily, and, he's the best. And he's the first of, of the DLC pass. Like, it's insane. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I was already like, I'm happy. Like, I've, I, like my 30 bucks is well spent. Like, Four you more know. to go. Like, Dragon Quest is next event. Who knows what happens after that? Dude, I, that, something Microsoft is going to happen. Anyway, it's a topic for another time. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Persona 5 Royal, Joel. Uh, yes. As, as I think many people had sort of clued together after that first trailer, this is going to act like the Persona 4 Golden for Persona 5. Makes sense. Yep. Straight down to, honestly, it has a new opening. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, and it's so good, Karen. We're going to get new music. <sighs> we have a new Phantom Thief, Kasumi Yoshizawa. Yes. So, again, a lot of story stuff with her stuff is obviously quiet because I don't, know, I don't want to know much about it either because I'm going to play this damn game. Yeah. Uh, from, from the trailer, it looks like she's been... She was kind of always there, <laughs> in a way. Yeah. yeah, well, there's also dialogue of her talking with Goro Akechi about her thoughts on the Phantom Thieves and whether or not she believes in their methods. Right. And it seems that she is conflicted. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what we know about Kasumi is she is a first-year transfer student at Shujin Academy. She arrives around the same time as Joker does, which is such a missed opportunity to just have a female protagonist. Right. It's just so... It's right. frustrating. When that like, first trailer dropped and it was like, you know, you saw that character there, it was like, are, are they? I, th- I thought for sure that are, she would, like, they did it in Persona 3 Portable and never since. And it's, I don't uh, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Such anyway, a missed opportunity. So she's a highly skilled ballerina or uh, some sort of gymnast based on think, some yeah, of the stuff you see her doing in the trailer. Rhythmic gymnastics, I think. Yeah. yeah. Dancing, etc. Her yep. fandom thief outfit looks amazing. Yes, it does. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how um, I'm going to fit her on my team. Oh, uh, look. Mm, yeah. It's tough. Like, my team's already, like, I don't know how to make my team happen. I love oh. all this, all these characters. <laughs> They're all so good. I'm going to fit another oh. anime best friend into my anime best friends. <laughs> all my anime best friends. I love them. Um, yeah. I, oh, God, man. This this is so cool. I know. Um, and uh, it's coming out this year in Japan, isn't it? September. Yeah, so it comes out in o- o- October. October. It's one of those, September or October in Japan. Yep. And we get it in 2020, question mark. <laughs> yeah, so 2022, probably. Let's, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's more, Joel. I'm there's not done so yet. <laughs> so much so more. Much more. Uh, so there's also a new confidant. Oh, yes. Yes. Ta- Takuto Maruki, who's the school counselor. So this is it, really cool. I like yeah, this. It seems like we might be seeing some more of the um, other cast with it when it comes to this guy. Yeah, it's interesting. And yeah, he, he's basically his his confident route is providing perks to combat negotiations. Joker also now gets his grappling hook from Smash Brothers to use in oh. context sensitive situations. Yes, because like speaking of, yep, yeah. yeah. Because some of the some of the palaces are all the palaces are being like slightly re like reshuffled, aren't they? And yeah. redesigned. There'll be new content in them again, obviously to go with the, uh, the the grappling hook. And I think there's even like random events and stuff. I don't know. Like it's weird. It's interesting and, new... and enough to keep me interested to come back. <laughs> and new like combat styles and things oh, as well. Oh, like we're, we're we're getting there. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, I'm, yep. I'm like working my way through this list. Uh, Adding a new place to explore and hang out. Oh, that's right. It's like the... I can't remember. Is it the theme park area? 
Uh, it's like a, it's a, it's like a, it's geared towards younger folk. Lots of shops, restaurants, and activities. Right. Kitschy. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm not going to defile that word, but <laughs> it, you know what? A new area to visit and hang out and shop. Fuck yes. <laughs> because yeah, like awesome. there, but you can now take the gang and hang out at a place called Penguin Sniper. Fuck yeah. Play billiards. It's a, it's a billiards oh. cafe bar with pool tables and darts, specifically darts live, which is a prominent chain in Japan. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. So yeah, this, I'm not sure how it's going to, how you, if you can pick this place frequently, because it seems like it is going to be group hangs because a lot of the social links are okay. one-on-one. It would be actually really cool if you had an option to see scenes with the group because those scenes are always the best. I love when everyone's oh, together. Yeah, those interactions are always great because, like, they're all such great characters, and it's great to see them interact with each other outside of combat, which is cool. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. Mm. Or um, outside of, like, palaces, even. Like, one of the greatest injustices of Persona 5 is being rectified. Mm. Futaba is getting her own all out attack. Yes. We don't see what the end card is, and honestly, I kind of can't wait to see that. Yep. But it looks great. And also, on top of that, they're introducing, it looks like, team attacks. They showcased one with Haru and Morgana and Makoto and Ryuji having partner attacks. So they basically, those two characters team up and do like a specific flashy, crazy persona action that only a persona game could have. And just, Exactly. I Again, that's I wonder who else will have combinations. It's cool. I, I, that seems almost like they've borrowed from like the dancing games because that's, that's like a, a good feature point, actually. In, yeah. in the dancing games, which I, they, fucking Endless Night Collection is on sale right now and it's taking every ounce of my strength mm, not to fucking drop 80 bucks on that right now. It's, oh. it's, it's a very good game. I very much oh, like it. <laughs> really want it. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, there's questions about whether or not a new palace will be in there. I think it's safe to assume with a new character that there will be yeah it might not be a massive one but there will be well, new because i mean when they had persona 4 golden right they added in marie and she wasn't even a cast member like a a, a party member but she was added to the cast and she has a yep. new social link which i assume the nut this new party member will have and she and it obviously culminated in a dungeon so i assume right. i mean i think it's i'm just going to assume there's another palace because they are also adding in a bunch of new events right okay. Adding yep. in that like a New Year Day celebration. That's right. And there's a mm-hmm. whole third semester yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, adding yeah. in the third semester, which yeah. basically rounds it out to a full school year. That's fucking great. Let's the, let's let's kick that 110 hours into like 180 hours. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. It's, just keep adding to it. I don't care. I'll I'll just like I'll just play this as my main game and then occasionally play other games on the side. It's Persona Five as a games of service. That's what we want. Let's go. Keep adding. Let's, Let's go, go, go. Keep go. it going. Uh, and the biggest question mark, and I, like, I watched the trailer and didn't catch on to it. It's only after I started reading articles before we recorded that I sort of caught on. It looks like Morgana might be getting a human form. I think, yeah, I've seen some people talk about that as well. Um, which, I mean, I'm surprised That's... they didn't do originally, considering, like, they did for Teddy. But that was pretty early on for Teddy in four, so and that's why I'm sort of worried about it because I feel I love Morgana, yeah, and I do. I think one of the things that set Morgana apart from Teddy was not having the human form. I don't know. Yeah, it, could, it was cool. It could, like, it could work. 
Yeah, without spoiling anything, like getting to the end of like Morgana's storyline, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Why? Um, yeah, that made a hundred percent sense. I was like, yeah, cool. All right, that because there was a part of me that was always waiting for that moment. That was like, oh, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it, and it never came. But then what did come was made sense. It was actually quite interesting. So, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I wonder how they're gonna handle that. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Intriguing. There's, this list goes on for this, like, they've, they've picked, like, a bunch of, like, things that, there's, like, this trailer, they picked out a scene that looks like the characters in Winter Gear. There could be some more backstory on Futaba's mum, Wataba Ishiki. Oh. A, a, a scene that looks like it's from a new field trip. There's a, a screen with um what looks like Caroline and Justine in the real world. Like, good God. Yes, because <laughs> apparently you can take them out now as well, can't you? Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, apparently that they they there's social links with them now, much like with um uh Margaret Andre- and Elizabeth. Did Elizabeth did it too. Elizabeth, Karen, I haven't. You have to forgive me. I haven't played Elizabeth, yet. Elizabeth was so fun. It was so funny. I fucking want to play. It's God so damn funny. it! Atlas, ha- put hey, it on the PS4. Hey, the Atlas, the, one of the higher-ups at Atlas said they were interested in doing it. I'm like, then, then do it. Just, just fucking do it. <laughs> like, God damn it. Do it, you I, cowards. I purposely haven't watched it because I'm like, I watched that first movie with you, but I wasn't really paying attention because we were talking and stuff and it was on the background. But like, I haven't, because I could watch those to get the story, you but could, I don't want to. They I do don't a good want job to. Of, they do a really good job of telling the story, but the game so, is... It's not the same. I need to play it, and I, I, I want the whole, the whole experience of playing it. Yes. Because that's what's so good about playing a Persona game is everything about it, um, the whole sensory assault that you get from it. Yeah, which is great. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, like honestly, that's the majority of it. Uh, Persona Five, Persona Five Royal, Royal. I a lot of people are calling it Royal, and I almost do it all the time, and I it's, don't know why. Yeah, I, I think it's probably just the this day and age because you subconsciously you probably hear it a lot as well of people talking about like victory royales and things like yeah. that as well in this day and age just just the word royale yeah. is battle royale is like yeah persona very prominent. five royal i've got to remember that just gotta drill it into my skull or even like persona five the royal the <laughs> royal with the, the 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 translation version which i i actually kind of like better the royal, uh, the royal. I think hey, it man. makes it sound so much Persona, more badass. Persona Five is royalty, so fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, it's god tier. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, absolutely so, god tier. What do you reckon, Joel? Like, you ready to dive back into Persona Five for another hundred plus hours? Karen, um, I, my friend actually, I, my friend had my copy of the game. He didn't play it. He didn't piss off about, it, but it made me mad. <laughs> but he he's had it for like two and a half years, and he finally gave it back to me the other day, and I'm like, man, I'm really excited. I'm ready to play through this again. And then all this dropped and I'm like, cool, I'm just going to wait. I was the same. Like I was literally, I was, I I was just thinking about playing it again. The anime just wrapped up and I was just like, I miss my anime friends. I want to, I want to play Persona again. I danced with them over Christmas and it was great. And now I want to hang, I want to hang out with them again. And then, yeah, all this information. And I was just like, maybe I could still do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I miss them. I oh, I mean I could squeeze in a couple of hours. Squeeze it like even I wish Just, I have heard like, some people talking about. It. I wish there was a way to skip like the opening. Yeah, I, I I do love the opening, but like if I I, I want to dip my toes in it, I'd love to at least jump past 
all the tutorial stuff and just be like, cool, let's play Persona 5, let's go. Yeah, like the first time you go to... um The palace and all that. The palace, yeah, and it's yeah. like, here's how to play Persona. Here's all the new things, which is yeah, good. It's like, really great it's, because... Yeah, like it's, as even as someone who played Persona, I was like, I'm glad you're giving me the heads up here. Yeah, because one, they added a whole bunch of new stuff. And two, again, this was like the first like readily accessible Persona game this in a Persona's... world where people knew who Persona, what Persona was. I mean, the big thing I was going to say, this this was Persona's big shot, but honestly, the one that everyone fell in love with was Golden. So what I will say is this was the Persona that was available on a platform that people owned. Exactly. That was more accessible to people, yeah, um, in a way. And the people that weren't like us. Like, I still remember buying Persona 4 Golden and then going, oh, yeah, I guess I'll buy a Vita too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, had, I had Golden first, and then I was like, oh, yeah, Vita. All right. I still, I still remember, like... Hey, being over at your house one day and you just happened to be randomly playing like just you were just playing it and i i came over and i was like hey man what's up and you were like oh i was playing persona 4 and i'm like oh what's that i didn't know anything about it and you showed me <laughs> the intro video and with like the, 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 the music with like shadow world and i was like what is this glorious piece of video game <laughs> and how could i play it and then you let me like because i had a ps2 at home at the time and you let me the copy of persona 4 Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, well, here's the PS2 version, <laughs> and the game wasn't in there, um, so I didn't get to play it. But I, I ended up buying, a, I ended up buying a Vita because I was like, I want to play this game. Um, it turned out pretty well in the end, my Vita, because like I, I played a lot of those like PlayStation Plus games where I played uh, Guacamole, which is you know it's a solid get, damn game. Um, but yeah, like I, and playing through it and just. I again said this many times before on the show, but if you're new to it, I was never a JRPG person. Like, it wasn't that I didn't like them, I just didn't. I guess I hadn't found that one that clicked with me that made me sort of like explore that genre a lot more. Um, but Golden was Persona 4 Golden is was if, the one that opened the doors for me. It's honestly a really good time if you've never played a JRPG to go looking, but like, obviously, Persona 5 is fantastic on PS4, mm-hmm. the Switch currently has got like jesus like uh, one two like at least four or five of my favorite final fantasies on it now yep. octopath traveler is incredible like there's and just a lot of pc JRPGs. as well yeah it is coming to pc mm, which in is cool. june mm-hmm. octopath so sequel coming like yep like jump in, join us in the JRPG world, and and grind away a hundred hours, and it's fun. But, I promise. But for, but, but for real, start with Persona Five because it's the best. And yeah. it's, it's so a real, it's very good. It's a very good JRPG. It's so good. If only it was on the Switch, Kyron. Wow, that leads me into the next story. As I discussed, like <laughs> Atlas did reveal what P Five S is, and guess what? Technically, it wasn't Persona Five Switch, yeah. but Persona Five, in a way, is now coming to Switch. So, Persona 5S <laughs> is Persona 5 Scramble, Joel. Yes. And if that, that is obviously still nonsense. So what Pretty I, vague, yep. Persona 5 Scramble is being developed in collaboration between Atlas and Koei Tecmo's Omega Force team. So which, if you, if you don't know, that means it's a Musou game. It's a Warriors yes. game in the same vein as Dynasty Warriors. Now, Joel... I feel <laughs> conflicted. Right. Okay. So, because you've played both sides of the coin here, I've only really played like, I guess the good one, like the of recent memory. There's good. It's like, look, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, but 
Because, like, you're going to mention Hyrule Warriors, and Hyrule Warriors is really good. It's really good. Uh, Game's another, fun. Another really good one is Attack on Titan. That's a fantastic Warriors game. Oh, of course, game. yeah. That's, of that course. Is, it is built in the... It's a Musou game. It's just re-engineered to play like Attack on Titan should. Yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors was okay. I honestly wasn't a huge fan of it, but that's mostly because it was like, hey, what character should we include in this crossover? And they were like... What about characters from the last three years? But there's so many Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. No, only the new ones. I'm like, okay, everyone's going to have big anime boobs. It's fine. Especially in like the, if you're looking at like the Dynasty Warriors games, like there's always been Mm -hmm. like huge rosters of characters. So they could have most of them are like like clones and copies and all that, but they're there. Doesn't matter. Hey, look, that's that's it's work for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Well. And then, yeah, of course, like, the Dynasty Warriors games and the, like, the one that I've played more of is the Orochi games. Uh, Dynasty Warriors recently has kind of taken a tumble off a cliff. The most recent one was that really bad open world one. Yeah. It did poorly. People did not like it. But, Um, hey, they tried something new. And it it failed miserably, so... It didn't work out. So, you know, props to them for trying, but, you know... And there was also that Berserk one that didn't get favorable reviews. I don't know. Either way... Yeah... And they did just, the, did they do the Fist of the North Star ones as well? No, no, that was that was the Yakuza team, man. That was the Yakuza team. And that Sorry. was a, that was a my, bloody home run, from what I hear. Yeah, I hear it's ridiculous. That was the, that was the one that was like set in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, like eighties yeah. influence. Yeah, that yes. one looked hilarious. The demo I think is still up on the PSN. Uh, it, I should download like, that. It's so fun. I should like, download. When, it. The second that game is cheap enough, I will. Pounce. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Persona 5S is a, a, a Musou game for Switch and PS4. Uh, not a lot is known at this point. There's some gameplay of Joker cutting through the typical 100 plus enemies, which usually just stand there and don't do anything. <laughs> and, and and there was also that 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 lovely frame rate that is featured there as well. Yes, uh, that's why I'm like, yeah, it's true. This game is coming to Switch. But honestly, I wouldn't buy it there. Yeah, I don't think I will either. Because it'll be a bit of a chug a lug. <laughs> Which sucks because I know it does. They're going to but... look at this and go, "Oh, well, no one, everyone wanted it on the Switch, but they didn't buy this version of it." And it's like, but that's not, that's not what people wanted. I mean, for like, what it's worth, it'll probably run like garbage on PS4 as well because these guys never course. really they never focus on performance. It's always like we could have a stable frame rate, or hear me out, we could put another 1,000 enemies on the map. It's like, but they just... Stand, this, the game can't run this AI. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. That doesn't matter to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just standing there. Kill them. I'm like, okay, this is this is sort of mindless fun. And like, when you take what is ultimately mindless fun and mash it with the possibilities of like, what they could do with that Persona 5 like visual direction. Yes. Like, you could probably sell it to me. I look. I'm up. I'm gonna play it. I'm open to it. Uh, I'm gonna play it. Like I'm absolutely gonna play it because yeah, I, I haven't played many of them. Like I played Hyrule Warriors, um, like the original version. I didn't even get the definitive one. I always thought about going back and getting it. If it ever goes cheap on Switch, I might pick it up. I think just as like a fuck around game because it is just fun. It just it, it's almost cathartic in a way. <laughs> like no matter how badly it performs at certain points. It, it is. Oh, yeah. It's nice just to like swing a giant weapon so, through a horde of enemies. One of the big things that worked in Hyrule Warriors' favor was that 
it was so good on the fan service. Like, if you were yeah. a Zelda fan, that game was like a treasure trove. Absolutely. Uh, so again, like, I, I am open to Persona 5S, but I just can't help but dream of what it had been if it was just Persona 5 on Switch. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of obviously a lot of people uh, in, in on the internet were pretty upset by that news. They were well, disappointed, well, I guess is probably a more appropriate term. But I'm, if I'm being honest, like deep down, I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it would end up being because everyone was being tossed around as like, oh, it could be called Persona Five Stadium, Stadium, and yeah. yeah, be the inevitable fighting game from Arc System Works, which is going to happen. They're just tied up with all the other stylish anime fighting games they're making right now. <laughs> all the other licensed properties they're, they're, yeah. they're juggling right now, yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor um, Guilty Gear and Blazeball are like, remember us? And they're like, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to you, but we're making fighters, we're making Grand Blue Fantasy. And I was going to say, we're, make, we're making a new blue game. It's Grand Blue Fantasy, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to make, a, they're definitely going to make a Persona fighting game, and I'll be there day one for that thing. Uh, but um, yeah, look, I... I will be keeping an eye on this game. Right. I hope they're willing to go a bit wild with the roster. I, yeah. Do you, th- do you think we'll get like three and four characters in there as well? I think if we do, it'll be DLC. Right. Of These course. These games love their DLC. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And you know what? I'll fucking buy it too. Cause I'm a sucker. I was like, if you get, if they, hey, if they throw out, if they throw out Rise, I'm fucking throwing they, my wallet at my Switch. They will, or my they, These guys can make anyone oh, a playable boy. character. Oh, boy. Yes, please. Best girl. Um, um yeah. <laughs> you could, you're allowed to believe that, even if you're wrong. Oh, I, I will believe that. I, I will believe that I am also not wrong, so it's fine, you know. You everyone's are. entitled everyone's entitled to their opinion even yeah, if everyone's it is, wrong it's fine yeah I was gonna say, you can have a wrong opinion you're allowed to <laughs> i won't stop you oh <laughs> uh, god I'm, I'm i'm pissing off so many people right now i, no, stand I, by I, my I think i think a lot of people like reset honestly <laughs> it's good it's laura bailey as well i know it's laura bailey it's fine she's, she's good but she's great not my favorite and when she gets drunk but not drunk uh, it's hilarious it's, like, it's, I'm not saying it's not funny, Joel. I'm yeah. just saying that she's not my favorite. <laughs> she's my favorite because she likes me. She heard I like movies. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right, and, sure. But yeah, um, look, I, yeah, I, I'm at the very, very least intrigued by this, but I will probably play it because I'm just you put oh, persona. You- Put Persona Five on anything, and I'll just be like, yeah, "Money here is here oh, is mine." You just Please watch this me. game like wear away at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna watch this like in- internal struggle of like it's still... gonna get like it's gonna get like fives and sixes in yeah. reviews, and you're just gonna be like, and I'm just gonna be over here, just going, "Yeah, it's it's trash, but I love it." Like, like I sure I bought Highwall Warriors, but that was fine. I bought yep. the first Attack on Titan game. I was like, yeah, this is fun. And then they were like, you could buy Attack on Titan too. I'm like, okay, is it a new game? They're like, well, no, it's mostly the first game. We put some extra missions in. And I'm like, I guess I'll buy it then. Like, <laughs> and then I, I, I bought Fire Emblem Warriors and was just like, I don't think, I heard this was pretty average, but I, I do like Fire Emblem. So yep. I guess I'll buy it. And that's sort of how they've gotten me each time. So it's only a matter of time until... Like, when I walk into the stores and this is on shelves, I'm like, 
well, I guess I'm buying Persona Five Scramble. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I, if if anything, if but anything else, they are good at picking the right franchises to to make games in. Really, uh, are they? As much as I like this, I can't help. I still want. I desperately want. I want that Final Fantasy one, man. Yeah, I'm surprised Square hasn't tried to do something like well, that. Currently, Team Ninja's making Dissidia, and I guess they're like, oh, no, nah, people want Dissidia. They want Dissidia in here. I'm like, no one wants this. It's, like, it's, no it didn't, go free, didn't it go free-to-play as well there recently? Is free, there is a free-to-play version of the game, yes, where you can play oh, basically boy. the characters rotate weekly. Oh, uh, okay. That's, I, I see. I like that system of free-to-play, because um, Heroes of the Storm do that as well. That's cool. But I think it's only like a couple of characters, Joel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how they get you. Are you able to purchase characters separately, or do you have to buy the full game? Unlocked? I think you buy the full game. But I, I, get, uh, I, haven't, I haven't, I haven't downloaded it to find out, and I don't intend on doing so. Okay, I did see it going really cheap the other day, and I thought of you, and I was like, I, I wonder if I should tell Kyra. And then I was like, Nah, he's not going to care. <laughs> and the big reason is it doesn't have a story mode. Like, yeah, I sunk yeah. a lot of time into oh, what's Dissidia O One Two Duo Decim. <laughs> yep yep on, that seems on point on um vita it was a psp because you can obviously play psp games on vita so i spent so much time playing that on yep. um on vita and then i was like oh they're doing they're doing like a hd dissidia that's gonna be amazing the arcade one looked great it's gonna have a story mode but like oh there's cutscenes, but mm. no, no story mode i'm like what <laughs> disappointment also your menus look ugly <laughs> And, like, the game looks so UI, complex. The game... Oh, boy. And the thing is, it isn't It isn't really. It's just that UI is a disaster. And that's, right. even, that's the fixed UI. Oh, God. Because the mechanics are pretty simple, right? You attack... So, okay. There's health and there's, like, bravery, right? So bravery attacks. You use them on enemies. Your bravery goes up. Theirs goes down. When theirs hits zero, you can then use a HP attack which basically takes your number that is your bravery and does that as solid damage to their health bar. Okay. But it's just the UI sucks. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you look at it and you're like, you're trying, you're basically, you're like that that gif of the, of the lady doing the <laughs> The lady math. with you're all like, the math, yep. Like, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> 100%, yeah, that's exactly where my mind went as well. I think I can figure this out, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, but, Karen, I'll tell you what, what game does have a really good UI. Persona, Persona 5. 5. Exactly. Yeah. We brought it back around. So imagine what this game's UI could look like. Like I said, I'm probably going to end up buying it, but right now I'm sort of just skeptical. But I'll, 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 I'll goddamn do it. You know I will. I'm weak yeah. to Persona. Absolutely. So I, am I. I bought the damn dancing games last year. <laughs> I, I haven't yet. And that's actually like. I'm proud that's of a you. crime. Like, and they're good games, but. That's, I, no, Karen, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a good enough fan. It's a fucking. It's Persona and Rhythm game. Why do I not own it already? Rosette will be disappointed. And I will tell you the reason why I haven't bought it already, Karen. It's because I want to buy the Endless Night Collection, and the Endless Night Collection was a hundred thousand dollars for so long. So it's uh, on special as well. I'm pretty sure, isn't it? It is on special, Karen. Oh, okay. I know it's eighty dollars at the moment, and I'm really struggling because I don't know if I can really afford it this week. <laughs> I'm really sad. The saddle runs for a couple of weeks, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look. Look, there's here be going. Oh, but maybe next week, bro. It's. It, I, I, I don't know if I've told you this either, Karen, but I have. Um, 
my my venue manager for my new workplace, I, I was hanging around because we got Redemption games and re- Redemption ticket prizes. And one of the prizes we've got is a PSVR. And we were just talking casually. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to save up and get that PSVR. And my venue manager's like, I've got one at home. He said, I don't use it. Do you want to borrow it? I was like, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> so I have to remind him again. I'm going to say, hey, you remember when you said I could borrow your PSVR for a while? Is that still cool? Because... Um, cause I know that, I don't know, I don't, I haven't actually looked into what, what particularly it does, but the, the VR move for Persona 5, oh, was oh, the sure. dancing stuff. It's, it's what I think it is, isn't it, Kyron? What do you think it is? Is it going to be like some sort of like toned down summer lesson kind of feeling it's thing? A, I think, again, I haven't tried it, but from what I could tell in the game, you, that one of the features of VR is character model viewer. Mm. I don't think it does anything in dancing, but I could be wrong. I don't think I okay. saw anything for dancing. Okay. I think it's like a well, separate thing where you can like look at the character models, maybe invest it. Cause like there's the social link stuff is like you investigate their rooms. It's like a 3d space. So okay. That, but they're not present. They might be in the VR version, but yeah. Okay. All right. Just to, All just right, to, well, just, to, just to quell that excitement a bit. Like, no, Karen, I was trying to I was trying to ignore that that's what it might have involved. I was like, maybe it'd be something. I mean, else. good luck good luck fighting it when that Iron Man game comes out though. When that Iron Man game comes out, I think I'll be looking for anyone nearby who's got VR that I can borrow. <laughs> yeah, like I wanna play that. I wanna play um Tetris Effect in it as well. Oh, Tetris I, Effect I, is I, so good. I just wanna like chill out on the couch and just like for like an hour. An hour or two until just... until you start stressing out in Tetris Effect. Oh, of course, yeah. When you you get those songs that are just like hardcore trance, and it's like but... speed fifteen. You're like, hang on a second, fucking that game ramps up so fast. Oh man, like you think you're on top of it and you're just cruising through, and then suddenly it's like fifteen. You're like, hang on a second, why am I out? What happened? I blinked. <laughs> I panicked. Oh, uh, hey, look, Karen, we're back in the swing of things. Like we are. We went on a massive tangent there. That's how we roll. Tangents we are our specialty. That's how we... And also Persona. And, you know, we covered all those bases. Um, <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, but I reckon, though, Kyra, and that... Do you think it's, a, that's, a, you know, it's an episode? I it's think it's on the... Introduction back in? For the sake of your little... Uh... Your little mobile modem, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, we'll take us home, Kyron. Oh, that's right. I do the outro, don't I? Yeah, man. Look, it's been a while. I remember how all these things work. I know how to podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the return. I guess of a dialogue options podcast. We're back, uh, baby. We're back. We're tangential as ever. <laughs> Probably will only get worse going forward. Uh, yep. If you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can still find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, where we are just dialogue options. As for our individual accounts, I'm on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where I didn't get a chance to bring it up earlier, so I'm just going to scroll back from my tweet. I'm going to cheat slightly. I'm going to go back to my tweets, because a few days ago I tweeted, a few days, I tweeted, I'm so torn about this week's episode of Game of Thrones, because I watched it and was like, Okay, and then went to sleep, thought about it, woke up the next morning, and was just sort of like, no. <laughs> yep, uh, that's the last thing I tweeted about as well, just as a spoiler <laughs> alert. I retweeted something from Patrick Klepek, who, who summed up kind of how I felt, um, sort of basically like comparing it to, to Endgame, in a way, 
Um, yeah, which, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Good news is, like, I... Like, I walked out of Endgame happy because it was the culmination, whereas for episode three, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that, but there are three more episodes to go. I don't know. Exactly. Either way, that's but, what I was tweeting about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They can find <laughs> you where you are at Jolly Mac, and you basically tweeted the same. <laughs> I did pursue the same, but I also tweeted, like, before that, my... my Last tweet was from like the 20th of April, so it was a while ago. But it was Easter Saturday, and I was saying about how I, uh, my, my wife and I went to Ikea for the day. And then I came home and I built a table and chairs. So we have a dining room table now. As as uh, Nick Miller said on New Girl, it's it's like high-stakes Lego, but it's so good. It is. It is. And, and like, I felt like a real, like... <laughs> I felt like I was getting into like full dad mode. I'm, I'm, I, I have this thought quite a lot at the moment for obvious reasons, I guess. Um, Mostly because but, you're going to be a dad, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but like, you know, I was going through, and it, like, I one thing would go wrong, and I just start swearing for no reason. And I was just like, oh, it's okay. Maybe just do it a bit later on. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I've just, I, it just, it, it feels natural to do. If something goes wrong, it's, ah, fuck. You fucking fuck, and then you move on. <laughs> yeah, like I, I built a bookcase the other week, and I had that same experience. Yeah, like, it's, I, but, and at the end of it, though, you stand back and it's like that was actually quite fun. I enjoyed that. Building but, things is fun. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why Lego's genius. Exactly, and again, it's functional Lego. It's so good. Yeah, it's like an extended yeah. one as well. You can like pull it out, so it becomes like a six seater. Outstanding. Really cool. Building building yeah. things is fun. Yeah, felt I felt. Pretty, pretty proud lo- of myself. As long as the instructions are, you know, good. <laughs> they were. They were very good. That's good. That's um, the main thing. By, by, by my, because we have, we got four chairs with it. By my fourth chair, I was like, I don't need your instructions. I know what I'm doing yeah, now. I got this down. I've done this three times already. I'm nailing this. Sounds, oh, yeah, that's, sounds like that was the Dark Souls of assembling furniture. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I did. I learned. You had, you had the patterns down. You were, you had, you were on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'd memorize those attack patterns all over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I, I adopted like you know adjusting and adopting uh, into suburbs life. It's fun. <laughs> it's good. But that's it. That's from me. All right, then. Well, then I will let our wonderful outro see us out, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Options podcast.